This, this, this is God Stories Radio Podcast. God Stories Radio with Fritz, Mike, and Tina. Hi there. We here at God Stories Radio are reaching out to you and your business to sponsor us for as little as ten dollars a month. We need you so that we can continue bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. By your business blessing us monthly, we are able to bless others weekly. To sponsor us, email GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. And you don't have to be a business to be a blessing. Visit GodStoriesRadio.com to donate securely through PayPal. Just press the button. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Mike, Fritz, Trish, and Tina. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. And welcome, everyone, to God Stories Radio. This is session 159. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Oh, How y'all doing? Just fantastico. Excellent, wow. excellent, excellent. What's new and exciting? Anything? Oh, I don't know. I guess there's a lot of stuff going on around the world, I guess. I mean, I saw that Iran attacked Israel. There's that... Uh, Stuff going on over in Hawaii with that lava. Oh, I know. You write those? My heart goes out to those people, man. I'll tell you what. I mean, that stuff's just popping up out of roads and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not stopping either. I mean, that, that thing's been, has kind of like been flowing and erupting for years. And all of a sudden now it decides to do what it's doing. Uh, Jesus is coming. Are you done over there, babe? <laughs> Good grief. I thought I had a wire problem there for a second. <laughs> it's ice cup. Oh, boy. Sheesh. <laughs> uh-huh. Jesus is coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing, too. Uh-huh. Hey, I want to say hello to everybody on the Mixer. Mr. Tom Van Wienderhoven is with us tonight. Tom, love you, buddy. Hey, Tom. Glad you could make it. And uh, I see somebody else, but um, if you follow us, I can see who you are. But uh, welcome. Welcome to the show tonight. We want to welcome everybody on YouTube that's uh, watching our face for radio tonight. Yes, sir. Make wow. sure you like and subscribe. Yes. And don't forget when you follow us or what is it? Sign up for uh, Mixler. Uh, you'll get an, an uh, alert that uh, the show is starting. But on, on top of that, um, you can between... Mixler and YouTube, you can actually interact with us. You can, you can chat with us, and we're hoping that you'll get involved. As a matter of fact, um, something uh, that we want to throw out there to our listeners tonight, we'd like your feedback on. We were thinking about getting an 800 number, and uh, we were told by several people that uh, you guys ought to have an 800 number. So you know what? Being that uh, we had a, we had a band meeting the other night, yeah. 
we thought we'd just put it out there to the listeners and listen, uh, just drop us a line, go on to our Facebook and let us know yes on the 800 number or no on the 800 number. You know, uh, we can do it. You know, it's within budget and it would be pretty cool to uh, have people call in and talk to us and give us their opinion and their hurts and worries and stuff. And just stuff. talk about stuff, my stuff, stuff, your stuff, and everything in between. Yeah, and, and this is like a direct result of the fact that so many people have been um, so actively donating to God Stories Radio. So we feel like this is another gift that we can give to people to allow them to connect with us and to just, you know, allow us to be more in touch with you and understand, you know, some of the struggles you guys are going through so that we can be praying for you or we can talk about the subject and just kind of get a discussion going. So we're really excited about this and, you know, we'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Absolutely. Chime in. Chime in. We need your opinion. (laughs) Please. All right, my favorite time of the program. Who's got the shout outs over there? I have them. All right. So we have some Facebook likes. Okay. So we want to say thank you to Griffin Roberts. Griffin Roberts, thank, thank you, you. Griffin. Thank you very much. For liking us on Facebook. And Latanya Clark. Latanya Clark, thank, thank you, you very much. Thank, thank you, Latanya. You. Right. Welcome to the GSR and family. Anybody out there that uh, has not followed us yet on Facebook, anywhere that you can, and just go to our Facebook page and like us. We'd love to do that. Yep. And uh, while you're taking uh, a minute to like us, and please leave us your opinion on the on the 800 number. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. We'd love to hear from you. Any and all suggestions uh, would be appreciated. Also, too, if you're a listener and you're really good with YouTube or graphics, I, I need some help. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You know, those of you that uh, have seen our YouTube channel... <laughs> It's uh, it's kind of rough around the edges, and and, and I, I admit that. I'll own it, you know, but, uh, you know, anybody that would be willing to maybe help a, design a, a, uh, a countdown page or some kind of a, you know, anything to make the channel look better. I know there's a lot of gamers out there and YouTubers that just are amazing at that kind of stuff. So if you can and you're available, and that'd be great. Awesome. Soliciting your help. Well, we have some new regions listening also. All right. Yeah. So uh, we want to acknowledge Al Bay, Philippines. All right, Philippines. Yeah. And Auckland, New Zealand. I seem like, didn't we have them before? Auckland, New Zealand? I don't know. Okay. Well, we're glad you're listening. Yeah, it's up there in New Zealand. New Zealand. Uh Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. Man, that's pretty cool. And that is way. That's Guateng, Guateng, South Africa. Guateng, well. South Africa. Have yeah. You? Good gracious, it's that's amazing. Three different is. countries, right? I mean, wow. If you guys are listening, please drop us a line. We want to hear from you. We just love this. Yeah, it's it's so much fun every time we get an opportunity to acknowledge new regions listening or new countries that have. Uh, Join the list of uh, God, the God Stories Radio family. It's a lot of fun for us, and we hope it's a lot of fun for you, too. And like we said, you know, if you just want to reach out and say something to us, grab us on that Facebook page or send us uh, an email, and they can reach us at... Uh, God Stories Radio at gmail.com. 
Mm-hmm. Or they can, they can tweet us. They can tweet us on Twitter. Or if you're listening right now live, you can interact with us on YouTube or Mixler. That's right. We're uh, have keyboard, we'll chat. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us uh, to the next point. We, I'll be right back to you, Mikey. We, we don't have a guest tonight, but we have a really compelling topic that we want to talk about. And uh, we'd like um, your input, your feedback. And uh, if you've ever uh, dealt with this before, you know, feel free to chat with us, ask questions uh, on the Mixler or YouTube. Either way, if you got my phone number, you can text me. <laughs> a lot of people do. <laughs> Mark, have you ever heard from Mark yet? Uh, I, no, I think Mark's on YouTube tonight, though. Mark, you there? Oh, he is there. He told me that the music's still playing. Hang on. Oh, no. Uh, I hope it was a good song. I hope it was a good song, Mark. Thank you very much. Mark keeps me straight. <laughs> you can see why now that I'm soliciting the help on YouTube. <laughs> Woo! Telling you what, amateur. <laughs> I think you do a great job. Yes, you do. Oh, thank you, babe. I appreciate that. You know, it's all the father anyway. That it is. Amen. We got Mikey. You got your iPad out there. You're I just, I'm loaded just, for bear. I'm just waiting for the the topic. The topic to begin. Yeah. I, I just don't know where this is going to go. So I just prayed on the way over here that uh, you know, as usual, that the Father speaks through all of us, and those someone's out there looking for hope, comfort, and courage, they, they get it. I think we should pray right now. What do you think? Absolutely. Would you like to uh, do the honors, babe? Oh, you're going to put me on this. You bet. (laughs) You bet. Heavenly Father, we reach out to you and we just thank you for the opportunity to reach all these different countries and um, all these different individuals and their homes and their families. Lord, we... um, We pray a special blessing on this topic. We just ask that um, it would uh, heal some very deep wounds, Lord, and that um, we would be able to offer the hope and the encouragement that is in you, uh, Jesus Christ, our Savior. And I I just want to thank you for the opportunity, Lord. Just thank you for everything and um, help us to deliver this message in your way and... um, to speak to the needs of the folks that need to hear it, Lord. So we just thank you and we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So do you want to tell them what the topic is? Well, absolutely, babe. I was going to let you kind of segue into well, it. I, I'm looking over that, here. Uh, it looks like she has a quick question all written out. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was just actually something I found on a website, but... Um, I know that, you know, a lot of us have difficult relationships with people that we love or are very important in our lives. And, you know, specifically, I was kind of thinking more on the parental lines, but this can, you know, sometimes not everybody has a parent. Sometimes it's a grandparent. Sometimes it's somebody else who stepped into their lives and it's the most significant relationship um, for them. Um, you know, when they were growing up or what have you. And what do you do when that relationship is toxic? What do you do when that relationship is broken and there's a lot of hurt and a lot of healing that needs to happen? 
I think a lot of people deal with this. Um, a lot of Christians deal with this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're successful and sometimes we're not successful. And I thought it would be, you know, great to just sort of, you know, bat around a few a few thoughts and um, present some scripture that could speak to the situation and hopefully help some people. Well, I know this subject is, you know, near and dear to your heart, so to speak. Yeah. As, uh, you know, you have one of those or experiencing one of those relationships, you know, and it always seems to be a majority of the time, it seems to be parental, you know, it's either with a mother or with a father, you know. And when you think about it too, um, those relationships, that parental relationship, a lot of times is like one of the most important relationships in your life. You know, whether it's father, son, Mm -hmm. mother, daughter, you know, they're the ones teaching you how to be a woman or how to be a man, um, et cetera. So it speaks volumes into your life. And what do you do when that messaging is not good? What do you do when that messaging is Mm. um, hurtful, et cetera? Wow. Yeah. You can go. You can go one of two ways. There. I mean, you can go both ways. You know, as long as you do it in love. Mm-hmm. I found this really cool website um, when I was researching this topic, and it's called um, GotQuestions.org. And um, yeah, I read. I read their statement of faith and their you know Bible believing. Um, Christian organization and um, you know I thought that they they highlighted some really good um, points in in this and the thing is you can go there for other topics as well um, just to get some information which I thought was quite helpful also um, but you know so for some people it's a little bit more clear-cut they they have an abusive parent and they want to understand how do they honor that parent you know sometimes you can you know abuse can come in different ways you can be well fed and well clothed or you can um you know have shelter but like maybe some essential needs aren't met in your life you know those emotional needs the um that spirit that needs to feel like accepted and loved and you know that kind of helps feed our our drive and our desire, you know, to be good people and to be productive in society, etc. Um, we can become kind of dysfunctional and crippled on the inside as a result of not getting, not being nurtured in the way that we needed to be. Mm-hmm. Well, we can certainly do desperate things to to meet those needs. That's for sure. Right. And I think that's part of the reason why, you know, you'll find that people will turn to alcohol or drugs, et cetera, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even sexual encounters just because they, they're trying to meet a need right. of acceptance or fulfillment in their life right? or trying to seek peace or whatever it is, trying to escape, you know, in order. I think order- validation is the word. There, there it is. Yep. I mean, I was waiting. I'm, I mean... I've, I've probably said it before online. I know I have uh, at my uh, men's group many, many, many times. Um, 
father brought into my life a book called um, Wild at Heart. And I read that book many times. I've been to four boot camps. And I think John Eldridge, who wrote the book, hit the nail on the head with it, that it all comes down to both a boy and a girl. It comes down to the relationship that they had with their father. And whatever that turn was and however that turned out to be, the way the person is today basically can explain or tell other people why the way you are because of the relationship that you had with your father. And and the female companion book to that was Captivating. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. Which um, also spoke about about the same. Right. And 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 I, I I'm trying to remember the example in the book of Wild at Heart. A little girl is basically standing in front of the father, twirling around. Do you see me? Do you see me? Mm-hmm. Am I beautiful? Mm-hmm. All right. Do you love me? Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't get that from her father, she's going to look for it down the road. Some somewhere else. Oh, you bet. And try to get the validation from a boyfriend or like Tina said, drugs and alcohol or both. And then the boy, the same thing. He's not twirling around in a dance or else, but he's looking to the father, waiting to hear the words that says, you have what it takes or, and I love you. And Mm -hmm. if that, if he doesn't get the validation from a father or a father figure that they look up to, the same thing's going to happen. They're going to, walk aimlessly through life until they actually get validated. Some men go to look, seek validation in, in girlfriends and wives. And that's the worst thing you can do. A woman cannot emancipate a man. Cannot happen. Well, and that leads to another problem, which is a word that we're very familiar with and we learn together called codependency. codependency. Absolutely. And man, and that's a, that's a whole nother road trip. It is. That's why I have two divorces because <laughs> I was codependent. And I think you've heard my story with my father who was a nasty alcoholic. So he beat my mother and he beat me. So hence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, it stands the hair up on my arm every time I hear you say that. I've heard your testimony a bunch of times and that, that opening statement always gets me. We just took care of you and went on to your mother. Uh-huh. Woo. Wow. Hey, if you guys have any questions, uh, you want to chime in, you know, you're welcome to to chat with us or or uh, on YouTube or or Mixer. We'd love to have you. We're just uh, chatting about this subject and we know that we're not the only ones that have experienced or are experiencing these feelings. Oh no. That's for sure. Um, so when you when you have a situation like this, you know one of you know we're we're told to honor our parents. Yes, you are. Um, but you know one I think really interesting point that's made here is that you know you can still honor your parents without continuing to subject yourself to abuse. Mm-hmm. So um, you know because abuse is a form of bondage, and that isn't. Um, God's desire for us to live in that bondage. He came and, you know, set us free from all of that, from the things that that bind us and keep us in bondage. Um, But, you know, when you're being abused or you have hurtful relationships in your life, one of the first steps is learning how to forgive that person. Absolutely. and, And genuinely forgive them. Um. 
So it's a lot easier said than done. Oh, no. oh, oh yeah. you got that right. Oh, you've got a lifetime right. doing that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, I know that there's a lot of scriptures that you can find out there about, you know, forgiveness, but we've always said it, and I'm sure you've heard it because it's become cliche over the years, but forgiveness is that gift that you give yourself because it really does free you. Free that you. person no longer keeps you in chains. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes it's possible to mend a relationship with a parent like it's it's not um it's not going to end in just you know you never seeing them again or what have you but other times you know you need to distance yourself from the dysfunction you know and allow mm-hmm. god the space in the room to deal with that individual right you pray to father and mm-hmm. ask him for whatever you're looking to you know the healing and the the relationship to mend, you know, let Father give it to Father. Let Him put it in His hands. I know a lot of times in life, you know, we always have what we think it needs to look like and how we want it to play out, all kind of sketched out in our heads. But we have to kind of step away from that and be willing to just, you know look at the situation if it's a destructive cycle of sin and safety and you know things that are fraught with the codependence the addiction the violence etc then those aren't healthy things to be around so keeping yourself separated from those things um is probably the smart thing to do you know and allowing god the room to make changes in that other person's life one of two things is going to happen you know either they're going to be receptive to those changes or they're not and you know we don't even know how god will bring it about in their lives but you know that's part of prayer is that you're putting your faith in god that he is going to you know step in and and take care of the situation but you know, there's also free will involved in that too, because that other party has to want to change. So, you know, it's not that you're just dealing with one thing, you know, God is always willing to step in and help, but the hardness of the, that other person's heart could prevent them from receiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gift. and also God didn't call us to be bowling pins either. You know, we're supposed no. to, you know, we're supposed to love unconditionally, but but doesn't mean that you just, you know, stand up, brush yourself off, and go back for more. Right. No, not no, really. Not really. Not really. I you mean, know, I, it, I'm looking at a verse from Luke 6. Yeah, give us some scripture, Mikey. All right. And these are in Jesus' words. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on the one cheek, turn that to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. You know, one thing that this um, 
information that I found has in it. It says, you can honor your parents from afar. Sadly, some parents don't value their children enough to maintain a relationship. The void left by a broken relationship should be filled with Christ rather than pining for a parental relationship that will never be. And I had to highlight that that particular section just because, you know, for those of you who um, have parents or, you know, a spouse or somebody in your life, a child, where it's just so broken, it's just so incredibly broken, you have to look to Christ to fill the void. And um, that's what he wants. That's what he wants. And you have to be willing to just let it go and just cling to him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Amen. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's easier said than done as well. It is. All of these things are tremendously difficult to do, you know, because they are such important relationships in our lives. But I think, you know, that's why we get so caught up and wrapped up in the emotion. It's really hard to sift out what to do, what steps to take. Yeah, it shouldn't move on emotions. That's for sure. Right. Emotions are bad. Emotions will lie. That's for sure. Yes, they will. Man. Mm Mm-hmm. So another piece of encouragement that this um, had was, it says it's, also possible that the parent will repent. Thus, a relationship could be formed based on Christ's abundant love and grace. You could be the light that leads your unsaved or wayward parent to repentance and salvation. And they highlight 1 Corinthians 9 through 19 there. And I, I like that because, you know, it says here, just as Jesus loved us in our sinful state, we can honor an abusive parent or spouse or somebody who, you know, hasn't been treating us properly. We can still honor them, but we don't have to sit there and continue to take the abuse. So there's a difference between honor and just continually going back for more and more. Right. And there's there, there lies the educational portion is... At what point do you draw the line? You know, do you do it early mm-hmm. on or does it take a dozen times until you're like, you your flesh is just fed up with it? Or is there something in the scriptures that speaks to that maybe that um, I really couldn't find anything specifically. I mean, there's stuff that talks about uh, love and, and dealing with hurts and pains and things like that. But as far as, you know, uh, the Bible is, is clear about forgiveness, you know, seven times 70. Right. When it's, when you said time, many times, everything else, I just thought of Peter. And when he asked Jesus, how many times should I forgive my, my brother seven times? And Jesus says, no, 70 times seven. So. And, um, I don't know. I know with your particular situation, the forgiveness isn't really, the problem, it's just the fact that how do you deal with an individual that uh, can't accept change or can't accept 
it's not really criticism. I mean, you try to share your heart with somebody and they just, they have no uh, way to receive it. You know, they're not receptive. Are they so self-indulgent that well, it's... Obviously, they don't have Jesus then. Well, yeah, uh, that'd be my answer. Mm-hmm. You know, because Jesus softens the heart and... and uh, you know, there was a great movie that recently came out. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's called I Can Only Imagine. It was um, written by one of the... Um, singers in um, Mercy Me, and it's his life story. And it is such a powerful movie. It really is. I don't want to give any spoilers, Mm -mm. but um, if if this subject is touching your heart and you have the ability to see that, that movie, I would highly recommend it for you. I haven't seen it yet. And then you also have uh, 1 Corinthians 13. Yes, sir. The love chapter, they call it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have a love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Mm. Wow. (laughs) It just sunk into my heart. I've heard that scripture so many times. I think I'm going to have to life. play the for King and Country song tonight because yeah, I just love that. Yeah, he said he's bankrupt without love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does it with that really cool voice, though. <laughs> without love, I am bankrupt. He's got that great British accent. Oh yes, he does. <laughs> Sorry, I missed them at the Amway. Yeah, great concert. Anybody chimed in with any questions? No, there? no questions tonight. I, tough crowd. Tough crowd. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. That's okay. You know. Anything else you have, Tina? No. Um I, I really, you know, was uh grateful for the opportunity to be able to speak about this just because, you know, like Fritz mentioned, I feel like I'm going through this right now and I've been really struggling with how to deal with it. Um, because, you know, when, when you have a parental situation, that person, you, you just always feel wrong when you're in disagreement with them. Just well, because they make you feel that way. They, they spin <laughs> everything. They, they can, they can do it to, that way. Uh, Absolutely. Make it your fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, it's just part of, you know, well, my mom said, <laughs> and you just feel like, you know, whatever mom says is right. So, um. 
I know it sounds silly to say it, but that's how you feel on the inside a lot of times. Well, you're wrestling with respect, disrespect, because you've taught to, you, you, you've been taught to honor your parents. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yet you're fighting with disrespect because you just, you loathe every word that's coming out of their mouth. It's, it's hard. It really is. Yeah, it's hard because, you know, honestly, I just want to be around this person and enjoy their company mm-hmm. and enjoy, you know, whatever time we have yeah. together. Left. But on the same token, you hurt for them because they're getting up in years and, mm-hmm. you know, they, who knows how much time you have left and the fact that you're just just kind of washing away time yeah. you know, with anger and yeah. self-pity and... I think, you know, we keep trying to hit the reset button, but we end up with the same result. And that's the way that I've felt is for so many years, I've kept just ignoring what was happening and just thinking that it'll improve or it'll get better. And and maybe it does for a period of time. Uh, But then we always end up right back where we were. We always seem to come to the same Mm -hmm. spot over and over and over again. Which is kind of funny when you're dealing with somebody that has to place the blame. You know, they never look at themselves in the mirror. You know, it can't be their problem. No, but again, you're dealing with somebody that doesn't know Jesus. I'm sure you're praying for this person. Yes. Mm -hmm. Constantly. Don't stop. That's right. He is faithful. Yes, he is. He is. Never leave us or forsake us. In our weakness, his strength is made perfect. Mm-hmm. Those who have trusted Jesus as their Savior have a real heavenly Father who desires only our good and never to harm us. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. He is a father to the fatherless. Psalm sixty eight five. The Lord will use everything, even the horrible acts, for good for those who love Him. Romans 8:28 When we surrender our will to him we will see his work in our life trusting god may feel disconnected or impossible for those who may who have never known what it is to love and trust someone in this position need only take one small step towards god saying i want to learn to love and trust you please help me Jesus is meek and lowly in heart, Matthew eleven twenty nine, And we can confidently go to him and pour out our problems knowing that he will hear and answer, 1 John 5, 14 through 15. It will, not, it will not be long before any child of God willing to trust him will begin to sense the Holy Spirit at work in his heart. God will take the heart that has been turned into stone by an abusive childhood and a place and replace it with one of flesh and feeling Ezekiel 36:26 Again uh, this was uh, from gotquestions.org and um, I've been blessed by it I hope you will be too Well I had a uh, I had a, a a text just come in on chat Mhm and I want to read this very carefully so that I get it right. It says, uh, my wife and I love each other. I don't doubt it, but I feel like she doesn't put me first 
in our relationship. Uh, okay, I know God should come first, but she puts her family ahead of our decisions. Okay, maybe off topic for another time, but I thought maybe it was close to topic. It's very close to topic. I thought it was very close. and Yeah, definitely. And another one just came through. I understand she loves her family, but we have to live for us and for our future. Do, so, you, do you want to talk to that one, babe? <laughs> yeah, that's a... That's kind of a, a, a touchy situation in another direction because you're dealing, just like what we were discussing, even though you're dealing with uh, the problem on an individual basis, you're dealing with the same problem on a family basis. And family is great, but you know, when you take those, those vows, you know, you uh, separate from the family so to speak. Mm. And then the husband is the caregiver and the the watcher over. Well, I know the first thing that comes to mind to me is, you know, the the husband is supposed to be the leader of the household. Right. Spiritual and yeah. physical. Correct. And I think that's where it starts. Um, what would you say to an individual that that's struggling with that, though, Mikey. I mean, is there is just you know we're not psychologists, obviously. No, we're not. You know, but our thing is, you know, in in all circumstances, pray and ask the absolutely. Father. But, but God speaks to that in the Word as well. You know, He tells us that we're to be equally yoked when we're together with somebody because right. He says there's an order. You know, he gives us the order. It's him, and then it's your spouse, and then it's the kids, and mm -hmm. then it's everything else. Mm -hmm. You know, well, there's could it an be order. Too that the that the spouse is is reaching out for validation from somebody else other than there's, there could be a lot of the things spouse. There. I mean, there's many, many. There's a lot. There could be a lot of things can, there. You know, the whole you know relationship with the father and and so on and so forth when they were young. Um, just like, um, and I've told this in my groups many times, when the husband personally puts father first in his life, and then the wife personally puts father first in her life, everything else in the marriage will come secondary. Everything will fall into place secondary. And that's what I meant when I said that, you know, leader of the household. And I think if your wife is a believer as well and you sit her down in love and you explain to her how you're feeling, that you're feeling, you know, that in the marriage you don't feel like, you know, it's God and then you and then everything else, that you're feeling like you're you're at the bottom of that list or, or coming in third or, or wherever it is. And... You know, I know that's easy when you are both believers because you're already sort of on the same page. You kind of understand where each other is coming from because you're always approaching things from a biblical perspective. But if she's not a believer, then, you know, it'll be up to you to demonstrate what that looks like. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. I don't know in this particular situation if 
the spouse is a believer or not. If you could speak to that, that'd be great. But, uh, you know, it, um, either way, what you said is true. And the man's got to be the, the leader and the spokesperson and the counselor. <laughs> you know, and they've got to have that conversation. Well, I, I know just putting us on the platform here that we've had to go through a lot of these things as a married couple too. You know, we're, we've only been married for three years and we were both single parents. Um, and we both had to deal with these issues of, you know, not feeling, you know, like we were number one in each other's lives, which of course God is always at the top. Supposed to be, yes. Right. But I mean, you know, right after that. Mm-hmm. And I think we've both felt that way at different points in our marriage. You bet. I just got an answer. Said the spouse is on the fence. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. They believe, to do but with they're it. not strong. Okay. So I think, you know, it's kind of like you have to approach things sort of in a pecking order, you got to get that relationship with God right first. Mm -hmm. Because nothing else can come into alignment until that's in alignment. We got that right. That's for sure. First, first Corinthians 13, live by those verses in the middle. A marriage is hooked up in the, to those verses in the middle. There should be no problem. Could you repeat those verses again, Mike? I, I could. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth that always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Never keeps a record of wrongs, always trusts. Mm -hmm. And the anger part, all those, those three there, but I mean, it's patient, it's kind, mm -hmm. doesn't envy. You know, again, if, if a marriage were to go by those verses, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, and a lot of those things you have to choose. You have to consciously choose to yes, do. Yes, you do. Because Satan will be at your one ear saying one mm -hmm. thing. And you have to say, no, I'm choosing to trust. I'm choosing to love. I'm choosing to honor. Right. And usually in the case when it, it, it is basically going in that way, Satan will go after the woman. He loves to work on the woman. He does, doesn't he? Yes, he yeah. does. Why does he work with us first? We could because be Eve. Yes, that's right. Eve. Where did he start? Yep. With Eve. That's mm -hmm. right. So we are more susceptible. Well, I don't I don't know about that, but uh, Satan just feels that he's got it made with the woman because of Eve, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Right on. Mm-hmm. Well, That's this really person just point. chatted with me and said uh, those were part of their vows, those exact oh, scriptures. I, I think they're going to be mine when that happens. <laughs> they should be everybody's. Yeah. It should be. Wow. I guess, um, 
you know, you crack the book and all circumstances, the answer's in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. For everything. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Everything in life. And sometimes you just want to beat your head against a chair or a two by four because you you try to fix these things in, in uh, what you think is the proper manner in, in your humanistic way of thinking. And it just... It doesn't work. No, well, you said it. You know, when you try to fix, put it in God's hands. Right. And trust that he will do it and pray about it and continue to pray about it and believe it's going to happen. That's so, all I That's yeah. the best I can say it. So you've got to give your spouse or whatever person that you're, you're praying for, you've just got to give them, give them to the Lord, lay them, Tell them, lay them at his feet. Absolutely. And... There is for no condemnation. And that's that was the, the verse that I put on uh, our website this past week, and there's no con- non and the uh, And the devil would love to get you frustrated and isolate you and just whisper in that ear, you know. You, yeah, right you, from the left shoulder. You have failed. You're a loser. You know. Yeah, that, uh, that verse is, therefore there, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Ooh, amen to that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Setting us free, baby. Free indeed. <laughs> Always like uh, the saying, you know, when you're going through something, don't stop because you're going through. I know, I just heard a, a, a quote. I think they, the person, whatever I was watching or seeing, you know, they say, I think they said it was from, uh, um, who was that uh, English prime minister back in the, during the war? Um, Tony Blair? No, in the, like in World War. Oh, Winston Churchill. Yes. Mm-hmm. I believe he said, if you're going through hell, just keep on moving. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something he would say. Uh-huh. You bet. Yeah. Great Gosh. advice. Actually, gave my dad a book on Winston Churchill. Yeah, I, I just heard that this week. It is pretty good. It is pretty pretty good advice. If you're going through hell, just keep on moving. Amen <laughs> to that. And don't do it alone. You know, there's yeah. there's people that have been strategically placed in your life to help you to Absolutely. take you take your hand to to pray with you. To they're there. I'm yeah. telling you. And if mm-hmm. they're not, ask. Right. Ask for them. Man is not an island. Nope. Not at all. We're and not Satan wants be. you that way. We're created to fellowship. We're created to to love and to and to cherish and and uh, that's what the devil wants to do, get you out on that island, isolate you and then beat you up mm-hmm. uh, with condemnation and it's all downhill from there. Yes, it is. Man. I'll tell you, I uh I used to make fun of people that said, you know, uh, I want to commit suicide or attempted to commit suicide. I mean, how, I used to think how foolish and how selfish can you be Mm -hmm. to do something like that? We were there. And wouldn't you know, I was there. Mm -hmm. I had reasoned out in my mind that it was okay and that Aubrey would be okay you know, because there's family here that would look out after her. And mm-hmm. and I went, wow, 
And those are exact words my son had told me when he found out that that's what I planned on doing. Like, how could you be so selfish? I tell you, when you're there and you're contemplating it and it's for real, and then uh, you could just see the spiritual forces around me, you know, it's probably that. That's probably unbelievable if we could see through the our spiritual eyes, right? The, yeah, the uh, uh-huh. the warfare going on. Uh, somebody could be here right now. Yeah, I believe that. I really, really do. Yeah, friendly or unfriendly, I yeah, don't know. That's right, man. <laughs> that's why I think it's so important to pray for our leadership. You know, pray for Trump. Mm-hmm. Pray for our pastors. Mm-hmm. Anybody in the ministry, pray for us, please. Yes. You know the. Old devil doesn't like what we're doing. I mean, we're not doing no, it. No, he doesn't. We just show up and the Lord uses us. And we're thankful for that. We enjoy it. And we're just honored that the Lord chose us. Bunch of bozos. <laughs> Speak for do. yourself. <laughs> I resemble that remark. <laughs> I just love it, man. I wouldn't want to do anything else. No. I mean, I do. I, You know, I used to be afraid. To, not afraid, but really concerned that there wasn't a guest, you know, and, and God has taken me out of my comfort zone. And instead of a guest sitting here to my left, here we are. We've got 90 countries of guests. Yes, we do. And it's uh, not hard anymore for us to talk about a, talk an hour about something that's passionate to us. Oh, before I forget, Keela Nelson, mm-hmm. I want to yes. thank her. She pressed the button. Thank you, Keela. Thank you, Keela. 80 bucks. All right. Thank yeah. you. Um, Anybody else out there? Sweet wanna... lady. Very sweet lady. And uh, we just thank you so much. I did not want to miss that. Did you want to mention the bumper sticker? Oh, yeah. Our very uh, wonderful friend and of Jill. the family, Jill, took it upon herself to... I sent you my picture. ...do some uh, <laughs> bumper stickers. Yeah. And uh, she sent us three, and um, Mikey's got one on his car, and I've got one on my car. And wouldn't you know, we both drive gold, very old Toyotas. <laughs> he's got a Corolla. God's cars. And I got a Camry, and he's, they're the blessing cars. <laughs> yep. But I love these things, man. And I'll tell you what, that's another thing you can uh, sound off on Facebook. If you want a bumper sticker, let us know. It's uh, kind of the marathon looking ones you know that people post on their cars that say like 28.1 and stuff like that and this says gsr and then over the top it says god stories radio and then it says iheart spotify and facebook facebook so if you would uh, like one of those bumper stickers let us know because we're trying to debate whether to uh, get some printed up or not and i would love to to send some out to some of well, our faithful I, I, listeners and, and I told donators. Martin, I told Martin that uh, we might be thinking about doing something like that, maybe for a certain donation of X amount of dollars that we'd send you one. And Absolutely. So, But he's working on it right now, to, uh, uh, And I told him to figure out what it would cost and so on and so forth. For, and we'll see what we come up with. That'd be great. Also, when uh, Trucker JD comes in, we're going to... Ask him about the T-shirt connection. Mm-hmm. Maybe get some uh, join the movement T-shirts. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> GSR movement. I, I just love that. One of our listeners wrote in and said, "This is this is more than just a podcast. It's a movement." Yeah. And I went, "Wow, what an honor uh-huh. to be called a movement." But you know, when God moves, it's a movement. I think He's moving. 
Amen to that. He's He's definitely moving. Taking us to a different tune. (laughs) I mean, we're still going to do testimonies, but I think he's kind of directed us to do something like this uh, at the same time. Well, I thoroughly enjoy this. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I love our guests, you know, but Mm -hmm. I certainly enjoy people interacting. And thank you so much for uh, writing in with that. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, it takes a lot for people to, you know, air out their personal stuff. Yeah, it's hard. But I feel honored. Yeah. They they do it with us and uh, gives us good content and to talk about. But we will still take your testimony. We will take your testimony day or night, 24-7, godstoriesradio at gmail.com, or you can call in. You can come by and sit with us, have coffee. <laughs> We'd love it. Uh, yeah. You bet. Was there anything else? That's it. Any questions on the YouTube there? Nope. Okay. No questions on the YouTube. Everything coming from Mixler tonight, and okay. I just thank you again for chiming in and... Um, Letting us uh, talk about that. So wonderful. Man, what a great show. Yeah, it did turn out good. Sure did. I just thank everybody. I just love Thursdays. I, I, I love this show. I love all the listeners. And uh, if you're one of our new countries, uh, drop us a line. Let us know that you're listening and the show is blessing you. We just love to hear from people way far away. Way Even far if away. you're not a new country, yeah. <laughs> feel Even free to drop Brooklyn. us a line. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We love you. And that about wraps it up for session 159. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless. A thousand times I've failed. Still your mercy remains. And should I stumble again? Still I'm caught in your grace. Everlasting. Your light will shine when all else fades. Never ending, your glory goes beyond all fame.
shine when all else fades, never ends.